Hello and welcome. This is Beth Ann Erickson with this week's installment of Notes from Minnesota. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the last installment. Kind of fun, kind of weird, kind of I don't know what. You know, jury's still out on this. It's kind of interesting. I'm, I don't know. This 21st century stuff is really crazy. But anyway, um, I have a really interesting story for you this week. It's pretty awesome. Very surreal. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but here goes. Yesterday was 87 degrees. It was so warm outside. I mean, I was wearing shorts, t-shirts, flip-flops. It was summer fun in the sun. And then less than 12 hours later, we had a high of 57 degrees. You know, we're talking sweatpants. I'm wearing my hoodie. The hood is actually up. Got a windbreaker over that, sunglasses. I am the walking representation of the Unabomber. Seriously, it's it's kind of crazy, but I was warm. But let's go back to yesterday for a minute. Yesterday was so very, very nice outside that we decided to do what we call the big block walk. That means we go out, you know, it's about a three mile walk. It's a rectangle, hence the word big block. And but what's so cool about this walk is it's out in the country and, you know, there's a, a pasture out there full of cows and they always, you know, moo at us. And sadly, we moo back and <laughs> it's they're they're just gorgeous. These big creatures always come running towards us and, you know, they're behind their fence. We're on the road and we kind of look at each other. And but, you know, usually that's kind of the more interesting thing that happens on these walks, except yesterday we were on the boring part of the walk and my son and husband were with us. They were talking about sheet metal and my son was going on and on about the latest video card brouhaha going on in the industry of computers, blah, blah, blah. And he was talking about his RPG games and blah, blah, blah. And I, of course, wasn't really listening that close because it's kind of, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And um, anyway, as we're, we're walking down the road, I saw this vast sea of tan the the corn is now ready to be harvested and the couple car uh, combines were out and but everything is tan except for this one dot it looked like a big red tombstone I could not figure it out when I say it was red I'm talking like you know fire engine red it was amazing red I they were keeping on talking and I was I was walking along looking at this red tombstone poking up from the ditch and um Finally, we, it was like right next to us, and I stopped walking, and both the men who were with me, they were like, what do you do? And I, well, what's that, I said, and, and they uh, they didn't see it until I was, I, I was like, over there, look over there, and then they're like, wow, holy cow, it was, it at this point, it looked like a huge pork chop poking out from the ditch. It was crazy, and it was perfectly marbled. Seriously, it looked like the... It looked like a pork chop that was at least went as high as my waist. It was that large, a huge tombstone. I don't know what. So we decided something really weird. Got to investigate. So we took a we uh, we marched over to it, and there it was. It was the carcass of a deer. But what was really weird about it? It was this huge red carcass. With with these little furry parts, two little furry parts next to it, and my husband's first inclination he said oh no the the um looked like the uh the combines hit a deer i was like no way because unless a combine can properly skin a deer and le- 
you know, there, there were no legs, there were no hooves. And as we peeked around, it turned out that there were two heads. So we had two heads, a big old body, no feet, no fur, no nothing. It was so gross. And the heads, they, they, they were obviously two does, utterly perfect. They were laying there, I mean, furry ears, their eyes were clear. Clearly they had not been dead for very long. One of them had a rope around its neck and they looked gorgeous except for the fact, did you hear my cuckoo clock just went, sorry. Um, they were perfect except for the fact that they had no bodies and so as a wow, what a weird thing to find. Obviously, a hunter had dumped it there or something. But what a weird thing to find on a walk. Um, as we walked away, and here's the relevant part for you. I wouldn't this just be the perfect beginning for a novel or a short story or something? There are so many what ifs. What if this was this way? What? If, oh my gosh! Why? Why were they there? Why pick that spot? You know it. it Sure, the community is quiet, but there were two combines just right off in the distance. These had not been there that long. Did they see who had dropped these things off? So many questions. So many questions. But it also, in my opinion, it illustrates the power of observation. I, by the mere chance that I happened to be just a little bit bored, noticed this thing. I probably would have noticed it as we walked past. It wasn't smelly yet, so I wouldn't, I mean, I, I don't know. But how many things do we miss during a particular, just an average day? How many times you've been sitting in a, like an airport, for example, with your nose in a book, taking time to study or getting work done, work, work, work. How many things do we miss, really? It's kind of mind-blowing to think about all the things that we do not see simply because we're not looking. What do we miss when we're wrapped up in our own heads, when we're wrapped up in life, when we're wrapped up in this, wrapped up in that? So much magic, so much interesting things, hard to say. So anyway, my point is going out your front door is truly an adventure. I have walked my entire adult life at least a couple times a day. And every time, every single walk is totally different. You just never know what you're going to see. You never know what you're going to find. You never know what you're going to run into. For example, one time I went for my walk, I discovered a house that was burning down and I got to call 911 and I got to watch the um watch the fire trucks come and once they were there and I knew everything was fine I proceeded on my walk but you have to look around you have to have your eyes open you have to be observant you have to care it's kind of crazy so yeah I guess that's my insight for this past week when I found those poor little now they weren't little those poor deer two of them they're probably still out there rotting on the side of the road unless someone has come to pick them up, which I kind of doubt. And they're kind of far out there. And now that it's flipping freezing outside, my walks don't extend quite that far. But anyway, that's my thought for the day. Um, last time we talked about John Hassler. And this kind of um, is the same in the same vein. Um, I'm still working through his short stories, Rufus at the Door. And I just finished probably my favorite one of all. I reread it for this podcast called Anniversary, and it ties in very well. What are you missing? Is about a writer who basically misses out on his entire life because he has spent his whole life up in his office writing and reading. And this particular person was doing um, 
uh, grading papers and this and that. And uh, it's just so... The reason I love this story so much, is, I, I think I mentioned it's called Anniversary. The reason I love it so much is because it reminds me that life is precious. Every single moment really ought to be treasured. And that's so hard to do, especially when things get back to normal. But back when I was, um, I, was I, I, I hate to talk about it a lot, but I was diagnosed with cancer a little over two years ago. And it really was not a great experience all in all. I mean, who has a great cancer experience? But um, it taught me more than anything the importance of everyday life. The things that I missed when I was in the thick of it was just being treated normally. I missed when my sisters would give me crap and I would miss when my son would suddenly, I mean, he, he like got so attentive and I was like, Please ignore me for a while, you know, just treat me normally because normalcy is just so very, very powerful. It's the normal stuff you do every day that will help you get your projects finished. If you just make it a part of your routine, the power of just your everyday, really boring stuff is what springs magic. And so that's what I'm hoping that, you know, if you happen to get Rufus at the door, which I highly recommend, read Anniversary and think of me, think of yourself, think of all the moments you've missed, think of all the moments you're not going to miss because you read that story. It's an awesome book. I think John Hassler was an awesome writer, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, In that vein, we're almost closing in on 10 minutes, so I'm going to close it up here. But um, I hope you subscribe to the podcast. If you don't want to subscribe to the podcast, I've got some really awesome stuff going on at BethAnnErickson.com. If you subscribe to my zine there, my very important reader, which my readers are, my VIP reader list, you will get an entire starter library for absolutely free. So be sure to sign up. I hope I see you over there and and, uh, look forward to next time. Thanks much. Bye-bye.